And hello and welcome everyone to another Comic Multiverse Commentary Edition. It feels feels like forever, Matt, since we did one of these. It has been, well, the last one we did was Shazam. God damn, wow, so Christmas time. And to think the only thing that got us around to doing this was another global pandemic and no <laughs> no real news to talk about. We, we got three weeks worth of show out of, like, no new comics, so I'm pretty impressed with that. Yeah, I am very impressed. This, uh, this particular movie we're going to be looking at today, Superman vs. The Elite, uh, was actually recommended by the fans during one of our last streams. So if you wanted us to cover this, hey, guess what? We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. I think that was the other reason, too. It's like, well, we could do a bad one or I could do one I genuinely like. And I would say this is probably <laughs> in my top three for DC animated movies. Yeah. Back when DC animated movies were actually pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, when you could at least, they, they were all at least good. Some were mm -hmm. excellent, some were all right, but they were all at least good. And, you know, maybe they'll get back to there soon. You and I both kind of liked Red Sun, and uh, after that, Justice League, Apocalypse, Dark, or whatever, they seem to maybe trying to go back to doing them like this, maybe. We can only hope. I hope so. That actually, that, that uh, Justice League Dark actually comes out this coming week, I believe. Does it on, really now? On digital, I think, this week of or course. next week. Well, shit, then maybe we picked a good time for this. So, uh, again, if this is your first comic multiverse commentary track, uh, be sure to sync the movie up to the audio you're listening to right now. And it's basically like we're in the room with you when we watch the movie. Uh, the version of the movie Matt and I have in front of us is the Blu-ray version. That clocks in at an hour 14.26. Yep. So, in a minute... I'm going to count down, and when I do, be sure to hit play on your own movie, and we uh, we can get ourselves synced up, and we're going to have some fun here, everyone. So, in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, now. Alright, so we're a second in. Uh, it's blackness so far, and the Warner Brothers logo is up. The old Warner Brothers logo, the old Warner Premiere logo. Yeah, I miss this one. I know they've changed it to be like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck for Warner Animation and, well, the really old DC yeah. logo. Yeah, the old DC logo where every character had their own. And when I mean every character, I mean Batman and Superman. Yeah, I guess it's a little better now, even if it is kind of misleading, but at least they put it in front of everything they do now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, it's Dr. Light. It's the doctor advising the president to shoot people up with ultraviolet light. <laughs> look, I think I think Dr. Light is on to something, Matt. That'll kill the virus and everything else. Yeah, if that doesn't, I'm sure the Clorox will. Yeah, and hey, look, it's Fox News. <laughs> There's a lot of Bill O'Reilly Fox News stand-in guys in this movie, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's uh what's your snack of choice tonight, Matt, for the movie? I have a salted caramel Kit Kat chunky in front of me and a cup of tea. I I I only have a a drink. I, I before this I had a grilled cheese. No, it's not a real comic multiverse commentary. If I don't eat into the mic a little bit, <laughs> just I'm sure there's someone out there who who gets off to that. Some oh, naturally, good, good eating ASMR. Man, I love the opening credits to this. This, like, yeah. 1960s pop-punk Andy Warhol sequential art piece. I fucking love it. It's funny because, like, the original story this is based on has, like, none of that stuff in the story, but nope. it fits. Well, it's a great juxtaposition of, like, here is Golden Age Superman, the kind of cheesy ideal mm -hmm. everyone has in their mind, 
put to a bunch of like you know cut and slap artwork with like a punk guitar riff under it. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. This this movie has a lot of exp- uh, was it juxtaposition going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, if I could redo my whole channel in this style, I absolutely would. If you know anyone <laughs> who does this art style, I will rebrand tomorrow, it, and this will be it, my aesthetic. It's actually quite easy to make. Oh well, now he tells me. <laughs> Also, this movie kind of does a Team America World Police thing where you think like, oh, no, is this going to be the animation for the movie? This doesn't look too great, only for them to pull back on you. <laughs> even even though th- this this looks like better animation than current DC animation. It does. This looks like it had way more time and effort put into it to look <laughs> like something bad, hilariously. Yeah. It's like, uh, what is it, like frickin' Dolly Parton says, it takes a lot of work to look this cheap. <laughs> oh, ho. Now, uh, the Superman we have in this one, this is uh, the George Newbern version of it. Yep. Which is cool. Yeah, I, I always liked him as Superman. Me too. I, I, I like that we actually kind of got two Superman uh, for the time in the Tim animated series, averse, if you will. And uh, I think both kind of did their own thing, and mm-hmm. uh, both were pretty good. Mm-hmm. And we still see them uh, every so often for these animated movies. They keep bringing them back. If not Newburn, then Daily. Yeah, who was Superman in Justice League Action? Oh shit, that's a good question. I'm fairly certain it was one of them. I'm pretty sure it was Newburn and not Daily. Da- Daily, we see less and less, but he does come back for these. Yeah, well, they they've they for some reason changed to Jerry O'Connell in in the movies. Right, he was right. The, he's been Superman for the last couple of couple of movies. He's pretty good. Yeah. Again, you know, it's it's so hard to find like a Kevin Conroy where it's like, nope, stop drilling. You've hit oil. This guy <laughs> is perfect and will always uh-huh. be perfect. Oh man, I forgot the atomic skull actually gets a lot of play in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like the big linchpin. Yeah, pretty much. If he wasn't such a dick, then the events of the movie couldn't happen. It's funny looking at this now, since uh, Tomic Skull in the comics is like a hero. <laughs> yeah, I know. They've, like, super changed him around. I remember you told me, and it's like, yeah, he's done a complete 180. I'm like, fuck off. Although I think he died recently, because yeah. Leviathan. <laughs> of course classic superman suit undies on the outside as it should be yes also to atomic skull they keep changing sometimes this fire is purple and sometimes it's green mm. you know he just felt it was a purple day yeah no I always, when, whenever they do him green i'm always like is this is this meant to be atomic skull or is this like a version of kryptonite man uh Oh yeah. Oh no, he burned his forearms. Yeah, what what will Superman do in this situation? How will he Superman his way out of this? <laughs> no, I, I like they do set the stage early on. It's like, no, 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 this is a Superman who is indeed very powerful, but even someone like Atomic Skull can give him a run for his money, though. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that it's that it's that it's that thing where. Like, I, I, I even got it recently where people seem to think that when Superman is 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 be- beating being beaten by the enemy that he is nerfed, mm-hmm. and and usually most of the time the enemy has some form of p- 
power that he's weak to. Mm-hmm. In this case, Atomic Skull's radiation. Mm-hmm. It's called sco- uh, storytelling. It's called, you know, drama. If Superman just beat everybody all the time right away, there'd be no drama to a... Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have and this s- cool fight. No, and sometimes he does beat people right away. <laughs> and then people still complain, well, he beat him too easy. Superman isn't interesting. <laughs> Can't win. Which, again, believe it or not, these kinds of complaints and ideas are the linchpin of this movie and this story because that's basically what it all exists to be about. Mm-hmm. What is Superman's place in the world? Both this movie, Superman versus the Elite, and also what's so funny about truth, justice, and the American way. See, that was a smart way to beat Atomic Skull. Very much so. Kill him, Superman. Do the Superman thing. Where you you violently kill the villain. The the only Superman thing to do. (laughs) Kill them all, son. (laughs) Ah, love that score, too. Mm, very good score. Aw, Dougie. Yeah, so the uh, elite in this movie, too, which, again, I cannot say the elite without thinking the wrestling faction of the same name. (laughs) The elite, the, the elite. Oh, that's fan art. We need to see the elite as drawn as the elite of this movie. Kenny Omega would be Manchester Black, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so they kind of got some redesigns, but I really like how they look in this movie. In fact, I like how they look so much, it's amazing that none of these other characters came back in the comics in any prominent way. Manchester Black got a couple stories. Yeah, yeah, he he recently came back in uh, Rebirth in a really cool way. He sure did, and he's still a cow, I do believe. Yes, he is. (laughs) Someone's going to have to deal with that. That's uh, Robin Atkin Downs doing his voice, too, and doing a great job with that uh, Cockney British accent. Mm-hmm. Superman should talk to the UN more. I like these. <laughs> I just love that the UN has Superman on speed dial. Hey, Superman, can you come in and say hey? You know, really <laughs> perk everybody's spirits up. We'd really appreciate it. Yeah, quell this nuclear war that's probably going to happen. Yeah, really. Oh, look, Superman came and he brought donuts, everybody. <laughs> he wore averted. <laughs> And here comes the first of what will be many truly amazing, rousing Superman speeches that he gives throughout this movie. Yeah. Such a goddamn quotable movie, and we're not even at the most quotable bit yet. Yeah, and uh, the thing is as well, like, a lot of these speeches and stuff, they aren't in the comic. Like, they're, they're, in, no, they're yeah. in the comic in a way, but not like this. Yeah, t- Totally. Because this is one of the few animations they did where they kind of diverge away from the actual the actual comic, but in a way that it's somehow better. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Or just as good.
Oh no, that boat's gonna sink. Yeah, <laughs> uh oh. Ah, Bialia. Yeah, the, is, there always seems to be a problem in Bialia. It never seems to be doing well. I'm waiting for the story for someone to just be like, okay, we're, we're done with this, like, Tim. We're just going to, like, dissolve the state. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> Conduct's going to take it over or something. Oh, oh yeah, because they do so much better in Conduct. <laughs> when asked, Queen Bee could not be reached for a confirmation. <laughs> she was too busy serving time in Riker's Island. Yeah, really. Being a, being a leader and a supervillain. Oh no, the bioweapons. The B.O.W.s. <laughs> we were told that they had a bioweapons program. We had no idea it would be sick as fuck like this. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking awesome. Just let them go. <laughs> yeah, really. War averted. That's that's what war should be now. You don't use the weapons on each other, but whoever builds the coolest weapon gets to win. <laughs> I always like when like movies do that, where it's like this this really small, like, state like this like bialia and they have like like insane fucking mass weapons of destruction like how yeah. how well, you, you know, can't they, feed your people how it's a, it's a great school system man you know just very very imaginative <laughs> young people helping they have to the serve best the scientists state. the best scientists you know with giant war machines Again, how cool is Cold Cast and Menagerie and the yeah. hat why why has no one used them in anything they have great looks cool power sets Maybe maybe people think they just can't do as good as this this story this is based on. I guess too, and if you see one show up, it's like, well, when's the other gonna show up? Yeah. Cause it is like they make ton of sense within the context of this story of like, you know, people with Superman level powers who could make a huge difference, but who choose to kind of take the easy way out every time. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about this movie too when it talks about morality and that is they're like, you know, evil in the sense of Manchester black and the elite isn't just like twirling a mustache and kicking puppies. They think they're doing good. Their problem is, is that they're super lazy about how they try and save the world and do good. They're, 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 they're millennials. <laughs> Basically it's, you know, if I kill all the bad people, then no more bad things will happen. No, you've just put more bad into the world by doing that. <laughs> You've stopped those bad people, but you will not stop the next generation of bad people. And even later, like in the story, which again, you know, this whole Bialian war here is basically just a stand-in for strife in the Middle East and endless war and everything. Cool, you killed their tyrannical leaders and everything, but you did so by saying, okay, now you follow us. So you've just traded one type of tyranny for another type of tyranny. Yeah. And you've taken the leader out of power without putting one in, so you've made things effectively uh -huh. worse. <laughs> Absolutely. Where, again, Superman's like, no, I need to be an example to show people the way and everything. And they're like, nah, man, too slow. Yeah. There are too many words. Yeah, I need it now, though. Now, now, now. But that's not to say, you know, that they're, uh, like, one-dimensional characters, the Elite. That's what's cool about this story is that Superman actually takes them under his wing for a good amount of time, and they're friends for, like, the first half, and you think, like, oh, they might actually make it until they don't. Yeah, they become kind of sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. Again, Superman being a cool dude, he's not being, you know, like... Uh, overprotective, being like, oh, hey, you're young new heroes, I can respect that. 
Yeah, he's not telling them to stay off the streets or he'll kill them. Yeah. And again, Hat's a fan. And like, how couldn't you be if you grew up that's, with superpowers? That's, that's the thing in, in the comic in this, like, like Manchester Black is a huge Superman fan. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea, too, where it's like, you can be a Superman fan and you can still totally miss the point because fans miss the point all the time, as we've noticed. Absolutely. Now, hey, uh, Perry White in this movie is voiced by Freddie Tattasher, who does the Hulk in most other stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, kind of playing against type. I, I like Freddie Tattasher because if you've ever seen him in interviews, he looks like he could be on this show. He looks like the third member of the comic <laughs> multiverse. Perry Smash. Get me pictures of Manchester Black. Yeah, really. And maybe Spider-Man if you can find it. Nope, wrong universe. <laughs> and young, impressionable Bull Jimmy loving mm -hmm. these young, new hip heroes. Yep. Also, a pretty, you know, modern take on the Superman story, too. They talk about tweeting and how the internet's affecting journalism. <laughs> Which is really funny, because this was, what, 2012? Yeah, this is like an older movie now. Almost 10 years old. Uh-huh. I like that, too, Superman and Lois. You know, we're married, we're a couple, but also we're still competitive with each other when it comes to news. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, isn't that always the thing? Uh, in the uh, like in the Superman comics, where it's like Lois is probably a better writer than Clark, but Clark's a better journalist. Yeah, yeah, that she she's got a little bit more experience than him mm -hmm. with with like how everything works. But yeah, he's a bit more thorough. Yeah, he's very Prairie Home Companion too in all of his writing. Very mm -hmm. NPR. <laughs> And I like that, too, the idea that Superman actually, you know, takes, uh, like, actual care and interest in his work, and he wants to be a good journalist, because, you know, <laughs> there's more ways to fight for good than just by, you know, punching monsters. Yeah, and more often than not, you'll catch more bad guys doing that than Absolutely. people as Superman. Mm-hmm. Such a cool idea, too, to make Manchester Black a Brit like they do, because, you know, Superman is literally wearing the red, white, and blue and a little yellow on him in color scheme at Manchester Black. It's like, well, what's the polar opposite of that? Well, clearly a British guy. <laughs> what a cool design. It's it very simple as well. It is. It really, really is. Who came up with these designs? Was it? Was it the writer Joe Kelly, or was it the artist Doug Mankey? I'm going to probably say Mankey. This, uh, these look like Mankey designs. Man, how has there never been a story where Manchester Black has fought Constantine? I don't know. Well, he's, he's barely appeared in comics outside of like this I and know. like Rebirth, so yeah. If, if I could tell that story, that's what I would do. Because it's like, well, you know, they would probably have run into each other. Like, England's big, but probably not that big. Because mm -hmm. then you got, like, magic versus meta powers and everything. Yeah. Well, Manchester's an alien. Also, that too. That helps. 
they don't really get into that here in this, but you know, the no. whole spaceships and sub transporters and everything. That's that, that's like another thing, like where they he, like Manchester and Superman are like kind of cut from the same cloth. They're both mm-hmm. like aliens who came to Earth, yep, want to want to be heroes, but one took a different path. Yeah. Also, Manchester had siblings, where uh, Superman was an only child. I mm-hmm. thought was another interesting distinction. In fact, we will meet his sister later in the movie. His sister, who actually stuck around in the comics for a little bit longer than he did. Yep. Mm, salted caramel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Another very nice Superman deep cut. My mind is protected by a psychic block. Yeah, can't have anyone find out I live in Smallville. Yeah, also, too, the idea that he got really good at that as a super boy trying to make sure that his powers couldn't hurt anyone or couldn't manifest until it was time. Mm-hmm. Another thing Superman doesn't get credit for, that he can do that kind of shit. <laughs> What a, what a great storytelling thing, too, where it's like, okay, let me just get you up to speed on my origins psychically <laughs> so I don't have to tell you. Jeez. Yeah, I know, right? Not, not sugarcoating this one, are they? Oh, he's drinking the old clack. There you go. <laughs> Gotta love it. In the days before Buckfast, <laughs> proto Buckfast, his sister, who gets very few lines in this, but is uh, Tara Strong when she does speak, because mm-hmm. Tara Strong is just all the children forever. Yep. Yikes. Yeah, pretty yeah, hardcore. Yeah, don't don't feel bad, Vera. You'll get a cool robot arm in the future. <laughs> Does she have one robot arm or two robot arms in the future? I can't remember. What is it, one? I can't actually remember. It's been a while since I've seen her. Yeah, she has robot stuff. What we're saying is Manchester Black had the troubles. <laughs> just a little bit of them. Just just a little bit of the troubles. <laughs> So many pounds. <laughs> ah, yes, we all go through that stage in puberty, the blinding, deafening, <laughs> psychic powers awakening. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> yeah, don't you? I hate it when that happens. Oh, no, it's the Bobby Waffles. What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> Yep, you're on your own now. <laughs> of course, as we find out later in the movie, Manchester Black's actually full of shit. Yep. Which again, is a nice twist. Again, he's a psychic. He can make you see whatever you want. Whatever you want. Make it seem super real. And because Superman is so good-hearted and so trusting, he didn't want to believe that someone could make up something like this. Mm-hmm. 
Ba-bum. This is now the point in the commentary where we often get where Matt and I just start watching the movie because it's a very good movie. <laughs> Yeah, there's a nice little indictment of uh, the British military complex right mm. there. We took a clearly disturbed, fucked up young man with superpowers and gave him a job hurting people for the state. <laughs> Though, is that not the origin of many British action heroes? That's like, what is it, the guys from Call of Duty, uh, Soap and McTavish. Isn't that also like freaking even James Bond in the Daniel Craig movies? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, it's the not IRA. <laughs> but again, that's clearly what we're trying to reference here. Also, man, those terrorists are eating well, aren't they? <laughs> those are two of the chubbiest terrorists I've ever seen. Well, you see, all the, all the potatoes that the Irish have mm. give them all the carbs they need. Right, all the power, that's where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Jeez, did Garth Ennis take over writing this for a second? All right, so so the IRA, everyone. Garth, why does it always come back to that? <laughs> it's always the IRA. Because it always comes back to that. <laughs> Literally every story that he writes, Garth Ennis, it always comes back to that. The IRA or angry Russians? There you go. That was it. That was always the reason. I just finished his Punisher Soviet run, and it's, it's that's all it is, is angry Russians. I, I I mean to do that for myself. So you mean cut a perfect square? As he is known to do. Again, too, what a, what a fun super team. Again, I'm shocked the Elite never got their own series. Yeah, I know, they were, I know at the time they were really popular. So, yeah, I, I yeah. would have read it. I mean, I know there's supposed to be, like, an indictment of everything wrong with superhero comics, but, I mean, that doesn't stop, like, Red Hood and a bunch of other characters <laughs> from getting their own solo series. What I'm surprised is, like, none of the members ended up on, like, the Suicide Squad or something. Or like yeah, a, yeah. a version of Task Force X. I want to say maybe one of them did, but I could be wrong. Oh yeah, one of them was on there and like was the first to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because like any of them could could just be on that team and be a valuable member, be be more fucking totally. valuable than goddamn Harley Quinn. Yeah, uh, but not as popular. <laughs> <laughs> Which is insane, because they're kind of similar to her. Yeah. They're, they're like these edgy heroes.
Aww. And Superman likes him and keeps giving him positive reinforcement and everything. Yeah. Well, up until now, they're, they're, you know, doing good. Yeah, so far. This is this is what I like. This is this is always the D and D dilemma. Whenever you capture the orcs and whenever you have characters of different moral alignments, it's like so we kill the bad guys, right? No, no, don't. <laughs> and that becomes a thirty-minute-long conversation about whether or not it's right to kill the orc bandits or not. But yeah, the fact that Superman doesn't kill really does piss off some people. Oh, it absolutely does. He's all powerful, so he must be all right, right? Yeah, so he he must kill. Yeah, so he has to. You're missing the point. (laughs) Yeah, he has to be allowed to choose who can live and die. You're missing the point of why Jor-El sent him there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love jealous Lois, too. (laughs) So is she a freaky lizard woman all over the place? (laughs) Like, is her tongue an iguana? (laughs) I don't know, Lois, these kids today, I tell you, with their TikToks. <laughs> with their TikToks and their psychic powers and their purple hair. <laughs> That's the thing, like, if this, if this like, movie was made today, Manchester Black would just be calling Superman a boomer. Uh, all the time, yeah. Come on, super boomer. <laughs> yeah, okay, boomer. Yeah, really. <laughs> we're, we're straight flyer. We're on fleek, you know. <laughs> all their videos would be goddamn TikToks. Superman, it's just we're the new hotness and you're the old busted is all we're saying. (laughs) Get with the times, old man. And hey, Lois being really helpful in this movie too, doing the uh, back-end investigation Superman doesn't have time to do. Yeah, actually doing something in the film and not just standing around. Again, a problem that modern Superman stories have, especially in the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, broadcast my manifesto to the world. I mean, I could probably do it if I wanted to, Lois, but that wouldn't be the right thing to do. Traditionally, good people don't write and broadcast manifestos to the world. In fact, even if you start writing a manifesto, I'm like, all right, you might have a problem. And again, on paper, what they're saying sounds very appealing. You know, Mm -hmm. we're going to be the people to, you know, actually start doing the real good, punish the people the world governments either can't or won't punish. But then you're like, okay, that's that's a slippery slope. And indeed, it becomes a slippery slope. Yes. Like, why? Why are you in charge? Because I'm powerful. Oh, so your power makes it so. Well, isn't that an abuse of your power? Yes. No, maybe. Shut up. (laughs) At least it's not a cut. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that would be the other part of Manchester Black's manifesto and also release the Snyder Cut. <laughs> also, hey, all the Doctor Who references that their ship is bigger on the inside. And in fact, I think there's a TARDIS around uh, when they show their big pile of junk later. <laughs> Superman told us we couldn't torture your friends. Now we're going to torture and kill you. (laughs) And what Superman doesn't know won't hurt him. He wasn't specific about how we could torture you. 
Yeah, really. We just won't do it the way that he saw. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this is somebody's fetish, just not this guy's. <laughs> ah, they're in my brain! They're in my brain! Shades of uh, Rachel Ghoul from Batman Superman when those Kandorians <laughs> got into his brain. <laughs> and, of course, Star Trek Wrath of Khan as well. Yep. What is it with uh, alien caterpillars wanting to get inside my brain? Drink my sweet, sweet head juices. <laughs> Oh, yeah, when Superman sometimes has a fleet of robots helping him out. Yeah, with the supercomputer. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems, Superman, that we cannot run this test at this time, as there is far too much alien porn clogging up the machine. <laughs> Your vast needs updating. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, uh, robot, don't say that while my wife is standing next to me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We need to update the supercomputer. I like that. How long does it take to update a supercomputer? Uh, surprisingly long. Several days. Oh, sorry, Superman. You lack the necessary plugins. Well, you know, Superman, it's your own fault for wanting to run Firefox off the super crystal computer. <laughs> yeah, this is what 2012 said. So you'd be run, running, running Windows 7. So yeah, that's really. why the system keeps crashing. Man, to think there'd become a time when I would be like uh, nostalgic for old Windows. <laughs> yeah, the the second Bill O'Reilly guy is on your side, you know you're wrong. <laughs> we'll do it live, damn it! We'll do this interview about the elite live. <laughs> Who's voicing him? It sounds like Albert Brooks. I know it isn't Albert Brooks, but it sounds but it like sounds Albert Brooks. A, it really does sound a lot like Albert Brooks, doesn't it? I just want the cheese, not the meat. Yes, I want the meat. <laughs> Give me all the meat. I'm Hank Scorpio. He really is. Mm-hmm. That's really annoying me now. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> Love that line, too. We're Americans. We're the good guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> lot, lot to unpack there. <laughs> yeah, I would say this is probably, like, the most contemplative, reflective Superman movie for a long time. Like, not until, like, Red Sun just recently. Mm. You feeling safer yet, everybody? <laughs> well, are you? See, how does Bialy have all this cool shit? <laughs> and they're like a man. failed state. I know, with all this. Well, that's where all the money went. It didn't go into healthcare or infrastructure. It went into giant bioweapons and cool space armor. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah, wow, people get it fucking hard in this movie, I forgot. Hey, we're back and we're not your friends anymore. God, remember when these looked this good? I know, right? They're like, like the, the backgrounds actually have some detail in them. Mm -hmm. The character to models suddenly aren't changing into 3D because they're moving. And like, I, I get it. Animation is hard. It's time consuming. It takes a lot of money. And, you know, your studio, for some reason, wants you to pump out six a year. But, man, when they looked good. 
Yeah. Yeah, each had their own, like, unique art style that was somewhat mm-hmm. similar to the comic. Yep. I miss that. I hope they go back to that. Also, um, uh, I-, I had to look it up, too, you know, because it's 2012. I'm thinking, what to, what's the elite uh, listening to in their spaceship? You think probably someone I used to know by Gautier. Call me, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, payphone was big during this time. Oh, jeez. It's gone back a while. Yeah, I'm at a payphone. Elsa just realized, too, Manchester Black, he doesn't smoke in this movie, but he always has an unlit match in his mouth. I wonder, was that their thing? Like, horrible murder is fine, but smoking is a (laughs) no-no. Which, again, they wouldn't actually start smoking until Superman Red Sun, where they're puffing all over the goddamn place in that one. Yeah, well, that's how they got their R rating, probably. Yeah, for smoking. Because those films, for some reason, all need to be R rated now. Goddamn friggin' censorship and animation is so weird. Horrible, deplorable violence is okay, but you better not say the F word or smoke a cigarette. Oh no, we saw someone's ass. Oh, R rating. Yeah, R, R. Better digitally cover that super ass with some hair. <laughs> Again, we're still kind of your friends, even though we're acting like dicks. <laughs> they still think they can, they can convince Superman. Which, again, is a hilarious in and of itself. Yeah, it's like, do you do not... Again they're fans of him but they don't understand him (laughs) and also very true to comic stories as well because how many villains think like no but i'll be the one to turn superman i'll Mm -hmm. be the one Mm -hmm. and they're all wrong yep there it is there's the tardis back there (laughs) i like this is like some really like edgy fortress of solitude oh 100 percent giant fucking fucking skull of a fucking dragon. Yeah, we got so, so many, awesome. We got so many skeletons here, and it's bigger on the inside. Oh, yes, yeah, also our ship is alive, but we lobotomized it for our own purposes. Yeah. You know, like heroes would. <laughs> the ship had empathy, and we didn't want that. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad I, for living I, in. I have to wonder if that's... I, I can't remember if, if that's the thing later on in the movie, because Superman obviously quote-unquote lobotomizes that one one guy he doesn't uh, but i wonder if that's like maybe where he got the idea from yeah possibly yeah i like that uh, another classic where it's like yeah but everyone is doing bad things so it's fine that i'm doing bad things no you're just putting more bad things in the world <laughs> but if i kill all the murderers there won't be any more murder <laughs> Superman just (laughs) pops a vein in his head. Yeah, really. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Take note, Zack Snyder. Uh huh. Well, it's funny, when Zack Snyder went on his little tirade about how people uh, didn't like his movie and didn't get it, weren't his words like, if you don't think uh, Batman kills, you're living in a dream world, and literally does mm-hmm. Manchester Black not yell that at Superman in yeah. this movie? Yeah. So Zack Snyder is Manchester Black. <laughs> and then you have to you have to remind him that, uh, Zack, Zack, 
they, they, these are fictional characters. And this and this movie predates that stuff too, which is extra <laughs> funny. So like like I hear a lot of people say like, oh, Superman versus the Elite. Uh, you know what's so funny about Truth, Justice, and the American Way are a great rebuttal to Zack Snyder's darker, grittier DC universe. I'm like, forget rebuttal. It's a pre-buttal. They all came out before it. <laughs> Friggin' Kelly looked into the future, and this is what he saw, and so he wrote this story. Yeah, yeah and I think this movie was the year before Man of Steel. Yes, it was. Yeah. Which is brilliant, too, and why I think this movie kind of stands the test of time, because, you know, it's talking about this idea that fans will talk about for Superman forever, and that is like, oh, is he relevant anymore? Does he have a place in this world anymore? Is he old hat? To which I always come back and say, you know, mercy, empathy, hope, all of these things are never old ideas. It's just sometimes you need them more than others. Mm-hmm. Perfect example, that digital Superman book that came out this last week where he, you know, gives that impassioned speech to a blacked-out Metropolis and is like, oh, you know, you need to help each other and look out for each other because, you know, we can only be beaten if you let it happen and if you start becoming self-serving. I'm like, wow, this this is really something for the uh, coronavirus pandemic era <laughs> we're in. V- very, very topical, that book. I have to wonder and if, like, that's why they put it out. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it is, but what's even crazier is I'm sure Vendetti never wrote that to be topical. I'm no. sure he was just he was just writing Superman as Superman. Mm-hmm. Little did you know that Superman at his best can speak to that shit all the time <laughs> just by existing. Yeah, it's because Superman is always relevant. Mm-hmm. Because again, mercy, empathy, good vibes, and hope will always be relevant, especially for a world that needs them. But he doesn't doesn't punch the thing, so he's not relevant. No, apparently not. Hey, Atomic Skull got to come back and do more. He's pretty happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot that Mon Pa Kent actually got a really cool scene in this, too. This is maybe one of my favorite uh, Pa Kent quotes, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Love that. I love that. Pog had <laughs> slapped the taste out of some dude's mouth for talking shit about Superman. I, uh, I, I, I want to see, see like that deleted scene where like Parkang throws down in a pot in like, in like the, 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 the local like, um, market, like yeah, yeah mo- local market, like car park with the next yeah. neighbor. Cause he yeah. was talking mad shit about Superman. Superman's <laughs> like, I mean, you know, these elite guys are great. They're doing what's supposed to be done. Superman's a punk ass bitch. The fuck did you say about Superman? <laughs> Better say that again. <laughs> I dare you. I double dog dare you motherfucker. Wow, man. Uh, John sure does uh, care a lot about Superman. It's almost as if he's his son or something. <laughs> <laughs> Eh, he said Kingdom Come in relationship to Superman. Ain't that funny? (laughs) I'm sure he didn't mean it like that, but still, I love that. If they keep tugging on your cape, you can always kick him back to Kingdom Come. (laughs) (laughs) Also, hey, you can spit on the wind, tug on Superman's cape, but don't uh, mess with Jim. Another uh, great pop culture reference to (laughs) Superman. Man, Atomic Skull is just so happy he got shit to do this week. (laughs) (laughs) 
What was that first lesson he tried to teach them about collateral damage? <laughs> and they don't give a fuck. Yeah, try and try and knock it off. Oh yeah, this UN guy and the kid too. This is also a bit of a heartbreaking one where the dad is a big Superman fan and the kid doesn't get it and the dad ends up dying and how tragic yeah. is that? The kid's even wearing a Manchester black shirt. Sure is. Oh, you guys seemed so tough a minute ago. <laughs> That was when they weren't fighting a walking Chernobyl. Yeah, really. It's like, geez, maybe these villains only seem lame in comparison to the super god that is Superman that they could actually wreck most other people if given the chance. <laughs> it's not that it's easy, it's that Superman makes it look easy. What's, uh, what's that bit you and I really like from Up in the Sky where Superman's like, oh, yeah, all those times you fought Batman. Yeah, I just let him win because he needed it more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I love the visuals, too, of how his mental powers work, Manchester Black. Everything looks minty. <laughs> minty. <laughs> yeah, he, he li it, like that's totally the shade of green. It's mint green. Oh, everything is getting fresh. <laughs> My power is freshness. Oof. It's been hitting that juice. There, Atomic Skull, he's a big boy now. <laughs> he's got them good gains, got them Lesnar gains. He's been chilling for that protein powder. Uh-huh. Don't worry, everyone. Superman is here to make it all better, as he does. <laughs> it's a thankless job, but someone's got to do it. Ugh, this is so sad. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, the second he protected his kid, you knew it was going there. Oh, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Oh, hey, it's them terracotta soldiers. Or those big dumb samurais from that other Snyder movie. Oh, God, yeah, Sucker Punch. I was just listening to the How Did This Get Made for Sucker Punch, which is one of their best episodes. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> and he's doing a pretty good job of it too super team leader over here he's, he's not the leader of the justice league for nothing exactly right you know maybe he's picked up a thing or two superman again revealing manchester black is more and more of a petulant child as time goes on you can't boss around my team <laughs> Cool. Uh, too much radiation. Mm-hmm. Hey, with the fact that he could do it without dying again, why don't we get more cold <laughs> cast and stuff?
Oh, he's got the finger guns. <laughs> Technically, you caused most of that, mate. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, but he can't see it. Again, if Superman was there first, he could have, uh, what is it, cut down on a lot of that uh, needless loss of life. Mm -hmm. And the fact, too, that it's an angry kid who says it, kill him, where it's like, well, yeah, naturally he would say that. He's not thinking clearly. But again, his feelings are no less valid in that moment. Also, I'm literally putting a child in the middle of this, you know, <laughs> like a hero would. With mind bullets. Oof. That's telekinesis, Kyle. This is what we call the lowest point in the second act of a movie where Superman is so defeated and people are literally cheering for murder in the streets. I wonder if Skull would actually die from that because he's, he's technically a Skull. He doesn't, for, for at least a, at least all yeah. I know, he doesn't have a fucking brain in there. Yeah. Hey, look, I bet my mustache on this. <laughs> That was such a weird interview. It's like, just get someone from New Jersey. Just yeah, interview really, just, them. <laughs> just pull someone off the street. Very, very Dark Knight Returns here with uh, the interview pieces. Mm -hmm. Only they're not nearly as scathing and bitter as something Frank Miller would write. <laughs> Pretty sure he did like the interview things in his year one of the Superman, and I think it was just a scathing. Right. Geez, the media sure did rush to cover Manchester Black, didn't it? <laughs> oh, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Again, saying, like, that's a very childish idea. Mm -hmm. Again, being good is harder, is the thing. I mean, frickin' Gandalf says it in Lord of the Rings. People will have to choose between what is right and what is easy. Because evil isn't always just, you know, kicking puppies and twirling mustaches. A lot of the time, it's just being lazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, too, when these movies weren't afraid to, you know, uh, have quiet, reflective moments like this. Yeah, not everything was action. Yeah. Sometimes you could actually, you know, just let the story do its part. I have to wonder why. Why does Superman have a throne? Yeah, you know, gotta sit somewhere. I <laughs> saw <laughs> so a big, big, big ice chair. I mean, it was either that or the super hammocks, but, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what's the silliest chair you could have? The super hammock, the super beanbag chair. One of those ones that, like, hang from the ceiling. 
Oh, there's like, like a, there's like egg chairs. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like the super sex swing. Like, why, why, why does he have one of those? <laughs> that's in the elder room. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's the room no one's allowed to go into. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot they had the giant super key in this movie, mm -hmm. too. Yep. Get the hell out of my house. <laughs> Only cis deal in absolutes, Manchester Black. <laughs> Don't flick my city. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb and never flick another man's bottle city. <laughs> it's just bad form. Again, another idea you hear fans talk about a lot where it's like, oh, Superman shouldn't be involved in, like, you know, topical shit and everything. He should stick to stuff that doesn't matter, like bank robbers and cats and trees. Mm-hmm. Which, again, another idea I wholeheartedly disagree with. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the people who say, like, oh, Superman shouldn't get involved with political stuff. Like, you, you know the character literally wears a flag. Yeah, and fought in World War II, the way most DC heroes actually did. <laughs> Goddamn Bialians. At it again, man, I tell ya. Those, <laughs> those sanctions aren't working. This is like Bialian technology that blows up before they can use it. I mean, you get what you pay for in Bialia. <laughs> Queen Bee spending the whole treasury on fancy new bee-themed hats. <laughs> <laughs> and crisis averted for now oh don't pull that off superman they need that to fly <laughs> uh, superman just hates aviation in general <laughs> only i was meant to fly damn those Wright brothers the sky belongs to superman don't you know And stay out. <laughs> Damn it, you guys are always where I am. <laughs> Don't you have lives? Don't you have, like, got, uh... They got the Google alerts on. Yeah, really. Oh, Superman's here. That's another thing, too, the idea that these guys seem to live pretty much 24-7 in their super guys. They don't actually have lives outside of this. Mm -hmm. Another interesting juxtaposition. You did what? <laughs> 
You just stabilized a whole region just because you could. <laughs> Yeah, because this won't have uh, massive repercussions in the area. <laughs> Again, they don't think about what they do. Nope. They are subtle as a jackhammer. Again, too, that's the whole different idea where it's like, no, you know, we uh, we get rid of the bad people. We cut the cancer out. We, you know, we cut crime out. Yeah, but not at its source, though, is the thing. You're still not <laughs> fixing the underlying problems. And you could argue that, you know, Superman and Batman and the like, they also don't attack the root causes of crime as much. That's more of a Green Arrow thing. Yeah. Yeah. He he, he attacks, like, the, the, the white-collar stuff. Mm, yeah. Oh man, I really supermaned myself on this one. <laughs> Damn him. <laughs> Damn him and his purple hair and many piercings. <laughs> Superman, would people like me more if I got a nose ring? <laughs> <laughs> what if I had a mohawk? That's what we need, midlife crisis Superman. What if I grow my hair out like I did in the 80s? <laughs> what if I bring back the super mullet? That's cool, right, Lois? <laughs> what, if I, what if I wore a t-shirt, cut up my cape and used it as knuckle dusters and rode a oh. motorbike? I think that would be great, Superman. I think you should try that for at least a year. <laughs> then That's another thing. Inexplicably change back and then die. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing, too. Every time they try and be like, no, but we can make Superman cool, though, right? He'll grow his hair out and have a black and white costume, and it'll be great. <laughs> and it never lasts, because it never is. This This scene here is the most quotable one about Superman's place in the world and what it matters and this this is the good shit right here I think this is the scene people all remember from the movie mm -hmm. this and like the end fight yeah yeah I believe Superman believes in humanity so much that he's willing to die for it he believes in us more than we believe in him <laughs> ain't that some shit Now we got a real kind of like Wild West guns at uh, dawn thing right here. Mm. Even the music score has a little bit of a twang to it. Pistols at dawn, the super equivalent. <laughs> Wong, wong, wong. There's the Independence Day shot for you. <laughs> Damn Roland Emmerich. At it again. Troublers can't catch a break. If it's not atomic skull, it's giant weird fish aliens yeah. above this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Other. Yeah, when she, yeah, when she says other, she means penis, right? She's yeah, going to get her absolutely. lizards to bite him in the dick. Yeah. I mean, geez, as far as ways to go, go. Who who had that in their death pool? Bitten to death on the junk by lizards. And again, Superman's ultimate plan here, I think, is probably one of the most clever Superman plans, period, what he actually ends up doing here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. His plan is literally to just scare the shit out of them. (laughs) Show them why he's he's lasted as long as he has. Yeah, you know why it wouldn't be good if I started acting like you? Because if I started acting like you guys, no one could stand against me. I would literally become like Injustice Superman at that point. I would I would argue it's even worse. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Cuz this cuz cuz it say for this Superman was his lowest hadn't hadn't died at that point. That's true. So this is just Superman just being evil. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to see me like this because if so, it would be terrifying. It would be the worst. And again, there's that there's that whole thing where it's like that could have happened if all the circumstances upon Superman's like origin on Earth didn't mm-hmm. didn't happen. If anything, any one thing changed. Yep. Yeah, he even says a thing later that is so pitch perfect. Where it's like, how does it feel to be deconstructed? <laughs> <laughs> Which again, every time I feel like that's always uh, people's first port of call when it's like, oh, you know, we're gonna tell a new different superman story let's deconstruct him what if superman was evil (laughs) which in and of itself is kind of a boring read isn't it oh absolutely because that's that's all anyone ever does if they want to change it up yeah like we have so many different takes on batman where it's like you know what if he became a green lantern what if he was in victorian era what if this that and the other but for superman it's only what if he became evil and tried to take over the world Mm mm-hmm Also, great use of the moon, too, as an avenue for the fight. Exactly. Taking it away from all the collateral. Mm-hmm. Really let them cut loose. Except those moon people won't be happy. Goddamn moon people thinking they're better than us because they live on the moon. <laughs> good good callback, Matt. If you, if you want a damn moon people shirt and coffee mug, you can buy that from the Comic Multiverse Tea Public store. Also, too, how everyone on the Elite has an ability pretty much tailor-made to give Superman a hard time, either be it mental attacks, energy-based attacks, magic, weird alien lizards. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't quite know about that last one, but I'm sure it's a problem, <laughs> super or not. Hey, he said basically the title of the story this is based on. <laughs> mm-hmm. The score swells. Yeah, even the what? score back then had like some money behind it. Yeah, they got like actual like real orchestra and shit. 
Again, the one for Red Sun sounded a little bit better because they got some Russian instrumental uh, instrumentals in there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at least at least it felt kind of different. That that is a pretty good read. Why is it no matter how hard you beat up these superheroes, a small bit of their costume always remains? I mean, say what you want about Manchester Black, but he at least does have some genre savvy. Believe, always believe. Aw. Oh yeah, here you you don't want to see Superman when he's angry. Yeah, you won't like him when he's angry. No. <laughs> if he had 15 suns exploding in your face, you've just, like, overpowered him. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Superman could always have done this to them, but he chose not to until right now when he knew how far gone they were. Yeah, but even then, like, like even then it was just, like, him acting. Yep. Yeah, I could have depowered all of you. I could have defeated you easily, but I was hoping you would be better than you were. And this this is Superman with prep time. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Batman doesn't stand a chance. Uh-uh. oh no he's doing the thing i wanted him to do oh no i love how instantly he completely like does a 180 on what he completely regret this decision yeah ah scary superman is so cool looking in this and then for him to pull it back and be like no i was fucking with you but you believed me didn't you (laughs) so i was always found funny because in the comics it's like it's notable that like everyone thinks that superman is a is a terrible actor yeah even though what he does like literally every day is act sure is yeah i'll just suck all the air out of here see i could always (laughs) do that Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he worked out a thing with the ship, uh, didn't he? Also, that mm-hmm. was another thing he talked to it. Yeah, that's again, right. Again, that was that line that came back to it. Yeah, what a what a very Superman thing to do. Oh, and doesn't like the ship show mercy too, where it's like, yeah, you know, it gave the ship the option, but it just wanted to be free. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they set that up because Manchester ejected its, like, empathy systems yeah, or something. Yeah. So even after all the bad shit that had happened with the ship, it too showed mercy <laughs> that it was better than the Elite. <laughs> I made him blast off again like fucking Team Rocket. <laughs> Ugh, that one bloodshot eye is such a cool effect. (laughs) And even Lois is believing it, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Now look to now look back to me. Now look to your team. Now back to your team. Now back to me. I'm not your team. I'm Superman cutting loose, and I'm right here. <laughs> Old Spice. <laughs> not like this. I didn't want it. <laughs> Uh, such a cool scene and it's yeah. also like having your cake and eating it too where it's like yeah a superman that acted like this would be terrible but also let's see it for a minute though <laughs> just <laughs> to really a, showcase it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little fucking cool let's see yeah. it for a little bit J just a little bit just to see how terrible it would be a superman who didn't care And even the kid, too, has to learn a lesson through this, too. He's scaring yeah. the shit out of Black, but he's also scaring the shit out of the kid, who wasn't a bad kid. He was just speaking from a place of anger. There you go. I love that <laughs> line. How does it feel to be deconstructed? I love that. And then he calls Superman a hypocrite, too, on top of all of that. He spent the whole movie trying to get him to come around to his way of thinking, and then he's mad at Superman for doing it. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't do it his way. Yeah, which, again, is such good writing that Manchester Black never really cared about doing any good. He just cared about people doing it his way. Yeah, being in charge. Yeah. Oh, I just gave you a lobotomy. I just killed the part of your brain that lets you be psychic. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. again using his own words against him <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then again doesn't even punch him he's slapping him <laughs> just bitch slapping the guy around the place yeah you are that is saying you are not even worth a bald fist to me i am going to slap the shit out of you <laughs> which again like his father said to that guy <laughs> ah but it's about the children mm-hmm <laughs> And scene. <laughs> mm -hmm. God, this is such a good speech. It is. It really is. And it's an animated film. Totally. Like, the live-action movies wish they could be this good and get this part of the character. If, if it was my job to adapt the next Superman movie, I would just say, let's do this. Let's do a version of what's so funny about truth, justice, and the American way. Yeah, and just adapt this. Yeah, it's basically all here. And, you know, you could put some extra subplots in there if you wanted, because this isn't a very long movie. This is only like an no. hour 13. Yeah. Like, you could put some subplots in there with the Daily Planet and everything, maybe have Luthor in the background. Yeah, Luther manipulating the media and stuff in favor of yeah. Manchester Black and all that. Although, honestly, I kind of like that Luther's not in this one. He doesn't even show up for a minute. You, you know you know how you do it? You do it so that he, he is angry at, at Manchester as well, because Manchester was the one to, quote-unquote, beat Superman. 
Right, right. It's like it wasn't supposed to be this way. I was supposed yeah. to do it. I only I can do it. Because you figure they would be going after Lex Luthor because he's like one of the biggest mm-hmm. criminals there is. Mm-hmm. No, you know how you do it? He's in it for like one cameo. It's like we asked Lex Luthor for uh for his opinion, but he could not be reached at this time. <laughs> it's hiding in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no comment. <laughs> Yeah, love that. The ship didn't hold a grudge even after everything it was through. <laughs> Literally, you're living in a dream world. Yes, comics are a dream world. They're not real. They're supposed to be aspirational, <laughs> you dumbass. Please, please watch this, Zack Snyder. Although he, he would watch, he'd deal exactly like what the fucking Dark Knight Returns. He'd watch this and see Superman cutting loose and be like, see? See? I was he'd right. Take all the, he'd take all the wrong messages from it. Yeah, I mean, in a way, you know, Manchester Black and the Elite, they're the ultimate bad fans, aren't they? Mm-hmm. The fans who continually miss the forest for the trees and think they're right. Mm-hmm. Aww. And also to have a Superman and Lois who are already a couple and already in mm-hmm. love is already very nice. Yeah. Aww. So yeah, that uh, that was Superman versus the Elite, and man, this is a good adaptation of a really good story that only becomes more and more timely as uh, time goes on. It's really quite impressive how timely it is, because usually yeah. some of these, like, you watch them back and you're like, ooh, this didn't age really well. Yeah. Ooh, Bruce Timm was in this as one of the MI5 agents. So was Nolan North as not a main character. Remember that time when Nolan North wasn't main characters in everything? In everything. I think he was just taking over video games, but he didn't take over traditional animation just yet. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everyone, we hope you enjoyed that one. I know the fans asked for this one on one of the old streams, and, you know, we uh, we delivered. Uh, again, as always, if there's a particular movie you want us to cover in the future, tell us in the comment section. We'll hope to get to that at some point absolutely i know everyone wants us to do dark phoenix yeah i know i haven't even watched it yet so i would need to like watch it once but no then... no we we got to catch yours live on stream oh your, boy. your, is your it... first reaction all right is it one of those and maybe i can turn the subtitles on i i always hate not watching it through once but i mean if that's what <laughs> the people demand i must give the people what they want <laughs> All right, so thanks for watching, everybody. Again, be sure to follow Matt and myself on uh, Twitter and Facebook so you always know what's coming out next. If you're a patron, you'll get to listen to this first before anyone else for as little as a dollar a month, and we promise it's very worth it. Absolutely. All right, so until then, everybody, bye-bye. See ya.